this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. That's right. The time has arrived. We are relatively ready to talk about this episode. The space is after Buzz TV. The dimension is this one. I did my best. Let's talk about Doctor Who, Season 10, Episode 1, The Pilot. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now. Let the buzz begin! Hey there, Whovians! Welcome yes. back to After Buzz TV for the Doctor Who After Show. Oh, it feels good to be back. And I don't mean like that one-off like that we've done two time, two years in a row for Christmas specials. Yeah. Like we're really back for Doctor Who. And it feels like the Doctor is back. Uh, guys... I'm your host, Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson. And I have assembled a panel of people to talk about tonight's episode. Back, as always, Tari Miller! Hello, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. That's T-A-R-I-J-A-Y. Oh, it's me now. <laughs> joining, <laughs> yes, joining us this Who season you? Uh, as a regular I? panelist will be... Dave Child. Hi, hi, hi. My name is Dave Child. You can find me at Mr. Dave Child on Twitter or DaveChild.com or Mr. Dave Child anywhere else. My name is Dave Child. Good to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she was a fill-in for us during yeah. season nine, but now she's joining us. Going to be joining us every week. Yes, uh, Miss Adrian Snow. I don't have that type of pep, you guys. Um, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Just say your name over and over again. My That's name's all uh, Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. M S E D R I N S N O W. Perfect. All right, guys. It is time to talk about Doctor Who, and it feels really good because this is the most positive I've been on a Doctor Who after show <laughs> in like two seasons. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, that makes total sense. I want to know what your guys' overall thoughts were on this episode, but that's mm. like, that's my like one liner is like, this is, <laughs> I just feel, I. I was nervous going into this season. Mm. Yeah. This has calmed my nerves about it. I am now very excited for this season of Doctor Who. Yeah. I agree. I feel like it has a different energy. And even the Doctor himself has a lighter tone to him, which I've I've really been wanting. I wanted a lighter Doctor who can kind of like juggle around, especially, like, Capaldi can handle the deeper stuff, Mm -hmm. but I do like seeing him smile every so often. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think it was there was a reason why it was called pilot besides the pilot plot. <laughs> I think it has this feeling of we're starting over, yeah. we're like diving into this. If this is your first Doctor Who, you're gonna be okay. Yeah. You're gonna know what's going on. There's gonna be kind of a few nods and winks towards the fans, but mm-hmm. this is like we're diving in from beginning, we're kind of establishing stuff and it feels good. It feels it feels like we're in this lively world, and I like all the new characters. I, I can't wait to to yeah. hear more about it. Adrian, what do you uh, think? I loved it, and I 
I have been in the same boat for the yeah. past two and a half years. Um, I wonder why two uh, and a half. I wonder what thing you could be pointing at. Seasons. Mm. But um, no, I really loved this episode. I really, I loved all the. You can tell that this is a wrap up season, which I, I have a, an appreciation and a sadness for wrap up seasons. Mm. You know that this is the exit season for Peter Capaldi and the exit season for uh, Moffat, which some people are like really happy about, and some people are kind of like oh, really sad about. But um, bittersweet, I think, bittersweet. is the yeah. yeah. The right so tone. I, I he likes to throw in all that classic stuff, which yeah. is, is which I appreciate because some of that goes completely over my head. So it's mm. like an Easter egg for me. And this felt like a lot, like to, mm-hmm. to both of your points, like. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you're saying like it's it feels like it's like a repiloting yes. of the show, and yeah. it it echoes I think so many aspects of the times that this show has been piloted, been piloted. Like the yeah. very first, it, it feels like it, there are elements of the actual pilot, like way back in '63, yeah. mm-hmm. because we're dealing with a uh, a school mm-hmm. again as a center. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Point for where he is established right. and where his companion comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, it it has like images of like uh, both that and Rose, the 2005 pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We started out from the companion's perspective as opposed to the doctor's. Right. Yeah. So like when Matt Smith came back, came on uh, his first episode, we started from his perspective. We started yeah. with him flying through the sky yeah. and crashing, uh, and then Amy came into it. Yeah. But this was we started with Bill. Bill was our Bill is our focal point right. for this, as opposed to the Doctor, yeah. which I think is the stronger way to to tell these stories. The Doctor yeah. is an a force that just like keeps moving. Yeah, you can't really get the Doctor's point of view ever. Really, you can get a glimpse into it. Yeah, but the whole point of the Doctor is he's kind of multitudes in a lot of ways, like <laughs> in his point of view, but also in his. Intellect. We don't always know what he's thinking. He's always ahead of us, and we're always like kind of running behind him to catch up to what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. So having a show from his point of view is tough. When you're having it from the point of view of the human that's in his life, yeah. that's obviously who we are, yeah. so we can identify with it more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're our surrogate, essentially. Like, they speak yeah. for the audience. Yeah. 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 And, I, like, now that you brought up the, how much this harkened back to, like, the original pilots, like, this to me felt like the original introduction of Rose. Like, this girl who's kind of doing not a lot. She sells uh, chips. She sells chips. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and she kind of just stumbles on to the doctor and kind of mm-hmm. just, d- like, dives into his world. Yeah. You know? And instead of... Instead of it being plastic, it's water, but there's still a melty aspect of it. <laughs> yeah. There's still an Alex Mack in this one. Of course. Oh, I yes. think it was <laughs> evil Alex Mack finally uh, resurfaced. And, you know, let's, uh, let's talk about Bill, because Bill has been the sort of, like, Bill's the big change to the show. Because yeah, uh, it's still Stephen Moffat running this, this yeah, show. This and season. yes, it's his final season, but it's the same guy that's been writing for this show since 2005 right. and running it since... Uh, 2008? 2008 or 9. Whenever yeah. Matt's... Since season 5. Mm-hmm. And now we're in season 10. This is his fifth season. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's been a long run for Moffat. Yeah. Uh, so this is the end of like a, bi- a big era in Doctor Who's history. Mm-hmm. Whether you love or hate Stephen Moffat, he has been one of the main voices of this show yeah. since its re-inception. Yeah, here's, since we're talking about Moffat, this is my biggest critique of Moffat, and I think why this episode is really good, but I'm still holding off that the season's gonna be great, because his biggest problem are the storylines that carry over to different episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's really good with one-offs. His mm-hmm. one-offs are the best. Mm-hmm. His one-offs are much better than... Uh, Russell T. Davis's, he's like, you know, he's he's Blink. He's the one from last season where he's like stuck in the the time, he's stuck in the prison, stuck in the castle. Yeah, uh, all that stuff is really really good, mm-hmm. and 
it's when he does the follow through of whatever he's like um, setting up. Mm-hmm. That's where it tends to drop off for me. Yeah, See, well, that I, was Davy's strength was yeah, being able to do the arcs. Yeah. But he was very bad at the one. That's interesting because, like, I I sort of disagree. I, I I agree with you in the last couple seasons. That has been his problem, right? But as like, a showrunner, but is what the I'm like saying. the like the arc of like the silence for me is like my favorite Doctor yeah. Who serialization mm. arc. I think okay. he writes for River Song. I think he wrote for River Song and for Amy Pond very well. Right. And I think he just kind of lost his food, footing, footing with <laughs> uh, with Clara because I think he was just trying to make her too much. Look, right. Moffat like yeah. had this, this insatiable crush on Jenna Coleman mm. that like he couldn't let her go. Mm-hmm. And she was his tippy hedron or something. I, like I've on this show, I've been like not shy about the fact that I think Clara way overstayed her welcome. Yeah. Um, right. As much as like the, f- the, the 50th anniversary is still one of my favorite all time episodes of Doctor Who, yeah. and she's great in it. That one thing aside, I wish that she had closed her arc with the Impossible Girl because mm-hmm. I loved right. her arc there. But mm-hmm. it's after that that she just like everything was a little too do ex machina or mm-hmm. like why like. We had to force her into situations yeah. to keep her around. Mm-hmm. She overstayed her welcome for me. Even when she was good, it hurt the show as a whole. Yeah. 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 All I wanted was a season of Peter Capaldi, Doctor, and River Song. Like, that's all I wanted right. in life. Uh, that would have been cool. <laughs> would have been really good. And I didn't get it. Yeah. But and, fun. like, the chat, like, which, um, thank you guys who are joining us live, um, and, like, like Florence Flowers, like, I'm tired of all the Clara hate. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, people do, lo- do like I like Clara. her. I like her. I think that, like, the faults that happened is just where she fits into the storyline. I think they yeah. did actually have a really strong character mm-hmm. and actress, mm-hmm. and she was... From the beginning, I I really liked, I was intrigued by her. I liked her point of view. I Mm -hmm. liked how she was one of the first companions that were kind of like, um, it just felt like she was, I believed her when she's like, let's go on adventures. Like, Mm -hmm. I felt like that was her. And it was nice to have a companion who wasn't just like, I don't understand anything that's going on. That she Mm -hmm. really liked going on adventures. It's just hard to fit her into storylines. And also she's so... You kind of wanted to fall in love with her, which means that she had the same problem as, like, is she like Rose? Is she like these other characters? Is there something of a love interest yeah, there? Is there no- it's nothing against Jenna Coleman or yeah. even the character. It's just, like, we had so much of her that yeah. the show needed to evolve. Right. Right. And that's why, and so, like, bringing it back to, to, yeah. to Bill. Bill. Yeah. So, to Bill, this is the first time since Capaldi, especially since Capaldi's yeah. run, yeah. that the show feels like it is evolving and it is changing, which is what makes Doctor Who Doctor Who, yeah. is that it is mm-hmm. constantly changing the mm-hmm. type of show that it is. Mm-hmm. So, what did you guys think of, other than just comparing comparing her to old companions, what did you guys think of Bill? I loved Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was... Savvy and yeah, they make references to like old companions, but like as a standalone, I thought she was really interesting. And I also thought they were setting her up. I think I went back and I watched the first introduction episodes, like of uh, Amy and Clara to the TARDIS and all that kind of stuff. And you can see that they are definitely putting references in from their first introductions into Bills. But it, it seems like they're setting her up to be in some way related to the doctor. That was something that I was like, hmm. is she related to the doctor? Like, why is this picture of Susan up there? Like, so why does he prominent. look at the picture of Susan when he looks at her? Why is right. the picture of River right next to him? I, I like, got so excited yeah. by the like the picture of Susan there. Because yeah. oh, like because of all the time we spent at Coal Hill, like mm-hmm. and that because like Ian's name, like Ian was one of uh, the, the for, original companions. For anyone who's not familiar with Susan, Susan is the the compa- one of the three companions mm-hmm. from William Hartnell, the mm-hmm. first year, first doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she is also uh, this feels weird to modern canon. She's his granddaughter. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like the idea of the doctor with actual family is to people weird. who just yeah. wa- have only watched the modern who mm-hmm. are like, wait, I don't understand. Right. <laughs> but like the, the but Carol Ann Ford, who who played Susan, yeah. is still alive. She's mm-hmm. still acting a little bit here and there. Capaldi has said he wants her on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nice. I mean, There's even the name of Bill is kind of a reference to 
to William and to I think a, a, one of the other doctors who just recently died. I think they mm-hmm. made like they made that kind of like a, and, a potential. And reference. it's more so because mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, Bill for for William, William and yeah. then uh, William Hartnell's wife yeah. and also his daughter were both, both named Heather. Heather. Mm-hmm. So I think that any like question of whether it was a reference, right. uh, yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I think if if they're not setting up that they're literally related, which I doubt they are. I think they're setting up a tone. They're setting up the tone of more of a paternal feeling and more of a, uh, you know, teacher-student vibe, mm-hmm. yeah. which does feel very, you know, paternal in its way. And I love that, and I think it's really needed. I also love that Bill feels like a developed character and a real character, mm-hmm. which, not to go With back to Clara. own life outside of the doctor. Yeah, Clara's yeah. a little bit of a cartoon character. I enjoyed that cartoon <laughs> character, but she was very much like... Adventure, like <laughs> show me what that is. And she's like a grounded, mm-hmm. real person that I feel like she could walk out of this and go on to any of the other BBC shows, yeah. and it feels like she would fit. Well, whenever yeah. they give the companions an actual backstory, you can just see like their family and kind yeah. of see that. I think that always makes for just like a better overall show for the audience because mm-hmm. then we have investments in the actual companion as much as we do the doctor. You know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. going back to the paternal relationship, I, I really liked the way that they set that up, and especially because we 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 know that she is an LGBT character, so mm-hmm. like yeah. they're basically going, this will never be a, a romantic mm-hmm. relationship. Right. This is definitely going to be like a mentor-student thing, mm-hmm. and they're going to ha- be able to have that type of relationship, which I really enjoy, because I'm not a big fan of like... Like companion doctor relationship. I liked yeah. Rose, and that was it. I was like, if you do it again, I'm be pissed. <laughs> I like, I like yeah. the arc that they did with Tennant and like the, his three companions, yeah. where it was the romantic, the, yeah. like here's a romance, and then the rebound, right. and then the friend. Exactly. Um, that was a perfect lineup. Yeah. You don't need to touch that again. They and tried River it a Song with Amy, was, and was a like, great romance. Exactly. Um, and that was more for Amy's side than yeah, it was exactly. for the doctor, and that's yeah. why I was okay with it. Yeah. yeah, but even that, even the Amy thing, I, I had a feeling like they were kind of stumbling around the fact that they had a gorgeous companion and a kind of sexy, do- like young doctor. Yeah, so they were kind it. of like, oh, they have to have some chemistry at some point. And it wasn't until Rory kind of became more a part of it. That I think so, just like. Yeah. That's still River Song's mom, dude. He like yeah. he kissed his wife's mom. Let's yeah. just like never forget. <laughs> like, hey, sometimes it just happens, you know. But yeah, sometimes I, it just yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it never does. Cat. <laughs> that's Maybe. not weird. That's a thing that happens sometimes. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'll be honest. Like I, I think I talked about this when we when we've talked about the trailer. I know I've talked about it on other shows. Like this, the early stuff that I saw for Bill did not excite me. Mm. Because they got they wanted us to get excited with like they the gave trailers. us nothing about her yeah. mm. except that she was sort of like sassy mm-hmm. or like 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 sarcastic with him. Yeah. And I'm like, right. I need more. I need something new. And mm. I felt like I got it. Like it we didn't it's this is not somebody who is necessarily at least so far like they're not trying to make her better than the doctor in any way that she has like like Rose had like more heart than the than the doctor mm-hmm. yeah. and Clara mm-hmm. was supposed to be as smart as the doctor mm-hmm. right um and and Amy was supposed to be like more badass than the doctor mm-hmm. yeah um but uh i think for bill it's just like she is there to like the, you guess says she's the student she's yeah. there to learn and yeah. that sort of relationship is something different yeah. and that's why this felt fresh because nothing and I think the balance between with her and Nardal mm-hmm. yeah. is so much fun. Yeah, because the three compa- the, th- the the two companion balance mm-hmm. is the sweet spot yeah. for Doctor yeah. Who. the The strongest ep- the strongest arcs of Doctor Who have always had two companions: Rose and Captain Jack, mm-hmm. and Amy Cap- and Rory. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those are always fun. Even Mickey and Rose, like when they yeah, were even all Mickey together. And Rose. Yeah. He was only there for like two. Poor Mickey. He was only there for like three or four episodes, and then yeah, yeah. But he, he finally got with Martha, so that was nice. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought I was kind of like, really, y'all got the two black girl. people uh-huh. together. You ain't got to tell. Me. I know. Okay, wasn't she engaged to a doctor? Sorry, but I was fine. That fine, said, Martha. like that said. I did buy them together, like post doctor like trauma. See it. Yeah, yeah. post doctor trauma. I kind of saw the same thing too, though. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, those two, huh? 
Mm-hmm. Lots in common. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, like, the only two humans, like, right. that could That's have true. been put it's like together. Mutual friend. It's like when you're on Bumble and you have a mutual friend, you have someone to talk about. True. <laughs> I mean, I'm never on those. Um, yeah. Totally. Uh, <laughs> I, one thing, I, back to Nardal, that I really loved was the. With his addition, you're also able to have someone comment mm-hmm. on what's going on without sounding like the doctor was full of himself. Mm-hmm. He got to shut up, and you got to have Nardal be the one to be like, it seems like we're not getting to it as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as soon as she says, oh, it's bigger on the inside, he was the one that was like, oh, she said it! Well, what I realized, because I, I watched it like twice, but um, is that Nardal's <laughs> been with them for the past 70 plus years. Like, so that's, we've actually yeah. seen him have a companion that we will never get to see their adventures. Right. I was like, oh, that's crazy. I can't believe it's, it. It's that. a thing for comic book fodder. I yeah, was going to say, exactly. like, yeah, that's uh, radio plays and yeah, mm-hmm. audio books. Like, what and happened stuff. in those 70 years? Well, hasn't he just been a professor for the past 70 years? Well, he's been a professor, but he can also jump around. You know? Yeah, I yeah. got the sense that he's like been there in his like in his perspective, maybe mm-hmm. like a year. Uh-huh. Yeah, he just keeps like jumping forward. Well, there was right, a whole thing where he said like I made a promise to not, um, not travel travel around. anymore, yeah. and I was like, mm-hmm. well, where is that coming from? That's possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We might find out why and. I sort of hope. We I hope. Do. Yeah, I think we will. Uh, <laughs> so it was like, uh, we'll never find out what's in the book. But I also, yeah. I also really like... Episode, <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, the yeah. next thing is another school. And another <laughs> companion. It just goes a college tour. That's this Look whole... They call guys. it the pilot... Oh. Two, yeah, yeah. Uh, Doctor Who, the college years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would watch that. <laughs> um, but <laughs> regardless, uh, I really like Nardal because, like, it, we set up in uh, the Return of Doctor Mysterio, the Christmas special this mm-hmm. year. That he Nardal is sort of taking care of the Doctor mm-hmm. in a way, like he's like Post, looking like, out for River, him. Clara, um, and they had shades of that in here when he's like talking to when Bill is like and him are like Bill and the Doctor are going having a good back and forth, and he's like, "Ooh, banter!" He gets <laughs> yeah. excited because he's like, "Oh, the Doctor's back!" Yeah, like yeah. this yeah. is the like, Doctor at his most Doctor exactly. Um, yeah. He sees that Bill could be good for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you think the Doctor brought like the Doctor? Or Nardal chose to bring her in as to like be tutored. That's why I think she's related to him. I don't think nepotism. No, I mean, I really, because why else would he go back and when she's talking about her mom and how she doesn't have any pictures of her mom, people are like, oh, well, that's just the doctor being nice. I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. I feel like there's more to it than that. And I could be wrong. I think she's, I think she's uh, the curiosity that she has. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, he's seeing that she's uh, auditing the class when she doesn't need to be auditing the yeah. class, is showing up, paying attention, and showing empathy to other students of the class, which, can we talk about that chip thing for a second? Uh, Where she noticed that someone was, that the doctor was, did I get this right? The doctor was perving on another... No, no, no. Because that's what I thought at first, too. And then so, you saw it again? Wait, what? I watched I it did, again. I, what are you, what so are you talking about? he's talking about when uh, she's like... The fattening. Well, I the saw that... Which was like, a I weird thing. Girl. Yeah, that was yes. weird. She's like, oh, I saw this girl, and she looks like a model, and then, you know, you see her, and you perv. And, but yeah, but she, she said, w- like, you've been perving on her because you've been making eye contact. But what she, but that actually wasn't no, what was she was saying. She was talking about like herself. She's been she's perving like, on her. She's been perving uh, yeah. Oh. I think she made, did she go like, you know when you've been, like as in like... She didn't uh, say it like that. I don't know. I think it's some weird... Like, right. That makes more sense. That she was perving British on her, so she kept giving her chips. We don't get. Yeah. And because she kept giving her chips, she ended up making her fat. Mm-hmm. I thought she was... I was totally wrong. Let me go into my head for a second. <laughs> I thought she was like... Talking about the doctor. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was like, you kept perving on this girl, so I made her fat, so you weren't <laughs> attracted to her anymore. Yeah, and I, I was went like, back what the hell? That, that was like, that's, for one no, thing, just, fat people are everybody, beautiful. Uh, everybody in the chat, welcome, Dave. Hi. Uh, <laughs> you'll get a lot of this this year. Uh, Anyways, that was the fattening for me. But anyways, what what he saw was that she uh, is curious, mm-hmm. is coming, is scrappy, is also doing something she shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing, but yeah. also to improve herself she's committed mm-hmm. she keeps she keeps coming to class and she he he's always intrigued when he sees people that are like that and yeah. he just has that soft spot for the curious 
cats in the curious humans. That's yeah. true. I think he also sees that she's a to be related. But <laughs> whatever. Um, I think he feel like, or at least I feel like he sees that she has a thirst for more, mm-hmm. and that's like always what he looks looks for in a companion is someone who's trying to like broaden their mind, and he wants to be the one to do that, which is a weirdly arrogant thing. But right. um, yeah. like. The doctor's incredibly arrogant. Well, of course. Uh, love, he did right. actually comment on the fact that he's arrogant. He's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, I pretend I know everything because I actually don't know everything. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, that was my point. That was it. That's it. Guys, she's so <laughs> curious. Guys, she's so cool. She's fattening people up. That's what you got to do. Yeah, that was... <laughs> that was weird. I, I really like that. Um, I like it as soon as you explained it to me, but what I thought it was trying to fat it ta- figure out. It spoke up. a lot about her character. Yeah. Um, which I thought was, like, she just kind of rambles, which I appreciate people who ramble because yeah. I ramble, yeah. but I didn't necessarily appreciate the joke. Well, <laughs> like, so the, I was like, The, mm. like, sort of, like, light fat shaming Yeah. Thing. I was like, ah. When she said that, I was kind of like, I don't know if she was fat shaming I don't shaming think she her, was. Though. I think she was, she was more saying that, like, it, it's it's kind of how life is where you know sometimes you you're trying to do so oh my gosh is this the like thesis statement for the whole season could be or sometimes you're trying to do something for someone so much that it ends up doing damage to them yeah. or it ends up changing who they are yeah that's or like the fattens story them of... up until they're even more beautiful because fat people are beautiful yes they are yeah it's the story of Doctor <laughs> I mean, Who right there I'm not gonna but... lie if it's that girl that winked at her. Cute. Yeah, that she was, was pretty cute. Like she yeah. was cute. I'm glad yeah. that we saw her too, and she was cute. Oh yeah. So it wasn't just like. <laughs> oh my god! So oh, she's no, out of the hut now. <laughs> yeah. What's happening? All right, I need to regain know. control here. Job of the hot, am I right, guys? Yeah. Uh, I appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, uh, let's uh, well let's let's go from Bill and let's let's talk about like the main like mm-hmm. the the monster of the week or the plot right. line mm-hmm. from this episode. Uh, which Did you get a name for it's them? Heaven, my notes just called the puddle. Yeah, um, Heather and the a, puddle. You can get a name for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah I I really like. There was it was this was it was very simple. Yeah, like it wasn't mm-hmm. like a very complex monster or anything like that, but. It hit all the right notes for me. It had enough emotion to it. It had enough like intrigue, and then a good. I liked the twist. It's a love story too. It yeah, was like a simple love story, which a lot of the one-offs they and they stand alone really well because it was a one story. And and we keep talking about the fattening chip thing, but that it did actually establish that she's looking for love and she's willing to like mm-hmm. to reach out and and find people mm. and when she sees when she sees heather it's very there's an instant connection we we know that there's an instant connection mm-hmm. and we kind of want them to get together we want her to find love yeah and it's and that's what ends up happening and the whole story ends up being about love but in a very tragic way and it also kind of reflected because the doctor that we're seeing has uh, essentially, I mean, years ago, lost River. Like, that's where right. he's kind of been for the past hundred years. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I, River's dead, and I'm yeah. dealing with that, and I'm in grief. And um, so it was nice to kind of have that kind of mirror just a little bit of, like, Bill. Like, well, am I ever going to see this woman again? Like, is she out there? Can we find her? So I appreciated that aspect as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, go ahead. Uh, it, w- it was a lot of, it was very interesting to see, like, the relationship develop there. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the little, like, the they didn't have to, like, overly hype it. I might have need I might have liked a little more of their connection, but I didn't necessarily need it. Um, of Heather yeah, and Bill? Yeah, Heather and Bill. Like, the, the, the connection, like, the moment in the bar... Like I felt like that sort of implied that there was more that night than they showed necessarily us. showed us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got I'm, that was thing. I, it might have strengthened it to show a little more. But well, to me, I the fact that they didn't show it, it was intriguing because we're all trying to figure out who the monster is and where the monster is, and we all have watched this show enough that we don't always. It's not always the puddle, you know. It's not always the scary puddle. 
it's sometimes the beautiful woman with the weird eye. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, the fact that she had a star in her eye mm-hmm. made me go, like, ooh, she probably has an actual galaxy in her eye. And that's good. <laughs> you yeah. know, and that's... I have the same the galaxy feeling. Is yeah. When I saw the star, I was like, there's Alien. a star in her eye. I immediately went, like, is she, like, one of those Daleks with the eye in the... <laughs> right. Like, I was like, I what is she? I thought she yeah. was already something... Alien, and because yeah. of that, because we because she seems alien in the beginning, it makes it so it makes the whole like episode more intriguing because we want Bill to find love. We don't know if she is love, mm-hmm. and we don't know if she's going to be the monster of the week or mm-hmm. she's going to be a love interest. So in the end, when she's taken by the monster of the week, and it turns out she was the love interest the entire time, and the whole reason this monster has been following her is because of a last promise and love, mm-hmm. it makes it so much powerful. But the fact that we only find that out at the end yeah. makes it makes it even more gripping. Because if we yeah. if we thought they were in love early on, like if we thought Heather yeah. was in love with Bill early on, it wouldn't be as like suspenseful of a yeah. of an episode. Right. It's fair. Yeah. It's a fair point. Um yeah, I mean, I like the idea that it's a liquid spaceship. Yeah. yeah. Like a super intelligent liquid spaceship. And that it's an oil spot. It's yeah. like what's left over when you drive and away. And intelligent you oil. Yeah. Right. This is like, well, I need, I need a ship to be a part of, so this yeah. person looks like the, they want to go away. I'll take them. It's sort of like, <laughs> like the, yeah. the, this is a weird analogy, it's sort of like the spaceship equivalent of an, like an octopus. Because uh, right. an octopus, te- like technically, uh, its brain is found throughout its entire body. Mm. Huh. Um, Interesting, uh, or at least according to like a, some like study I read recently. Right. Oh. Okay. Um, so that like te- technically, there's whatever. If you chop off a part, the brain is technically in there. Not that it can function on its own, but imagine if it could. Mm-hmm. Right. Imagine mm-hmm. if it was like a starfish that could like grow back and do its thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. One yeah. thing I wanted to ask about the ship, I, it felt, and I could be. Um, Casting this out to the chat too, so maybe I could be wrong, but find wanting to find a pilot and wanting to find a passenger that sounded so familiar to me. Like it sounds like the it's voice a even episode. sounded familiar, right? It's like it feels like there's an episode of needing to find a pilot and needing to find a passenger that it's almost like a. Oh my god! I feel like that's bag. like tenant years, and right. it's been a mess. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me, and they kind of gave uh, a little bit of word mouth service, lip service mm-hmm. to it. The episode word mouth service, lip, yeah, yeah, word mouth service, lip service um, <laughs> to the episodes with the ship that was repairing itself with humans. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, yeah, which is what it felt like to me. It's also because I was reading up on it. It's based on a never produced. Uh, um, episode by Douglas Adams. He, was, he wrote Hitchhiker's Guide to the mm-hmm. Galaxy called Shada. And they used a lot of the aspects that he had from that, including like even the end with the dialects, like the people that they're fighting, they're called Mulvins or Mulvins or right. something mm-hmm. like that. So they, if we've seen it before, it could be because it, you know, Douglas Adams did write for Doctor Who for a while, and right. a lot of those aspects were probably been reused oh, since. Could just be a Flight of the Navigator that I'm thinking of, too. Um, well, the chat is saying uh, <laughs> The Lodger. The Lodger, yeah. Um, which is the when there's the, the false upstairs. Right. With yeah. oh. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it probably is a similar voice, because they probably have a similar voice actor. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, cool. I think the guy um, who yeah. does the dialect voice does a few of the other voices. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, so that's probably why it's, it's like it's like feeling familiar to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that it is within the universe connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like the people in the chat were saying like... Uh, it could be. It could be because we could don't be. know what the because ship actually was. Yes. That's fair. We that's just saw point. the oil. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> like, or we won't. Or we won't. Oh, no. Because like, yeah. look, positivity aside, it's still Moffat. True. <laughs> like, <laughs> we might just not. <laughs> but actually, you know, sometimes he'll, he'll drop stuff. Like I was watching uh, the library... Um, this week, mm-hmm. and he dropped a, a casual reference about the silence way back then. Right. I remember being like, "Oh yeah, I remember hearing about the silence way back then," and not catching up till what a decade later. Yeah, so that he does with, thread like that's the thing. I like yeah. he does thread things like yeah. deep in yeah yeah. yeah. That Just happened with forever. the doctor's wife where uh, before she leaves, she's like, "There's no word for river. Remember yeah. that." And then later, that becomes a thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's talk about like a lot. Some of the, uh, the like speaking of arcs, like there's some 
threads that are very clearly laid mm-hmm. in this, especially yeah. the vault. Vault. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Which, that is Time Lord technology, correct? Yeah, there that, were Time yeah. Lord symbols on the door. Yeah, it's Gallifreyan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, so he thinks that the alien that's there is, like, he's immediately like, we have to protect the what's in the vault, whatever's in the vault. Is that, like, the prison from uh, the Pandorica? Because wasn't that also... Um, Mm. That was also Time Lord technology, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Other, it could there. be. Yeah. Um, but that, like, I guess... Hmm. Maybe I'm thinking... No. Yeah. Well, the Pandorica was Time Lord technology. And then there was the other one with Tenant where they locked all the Daleks and, and it was also Time Lord technology. Right. So right. a lot of Time Lord technology. Because yes. the, two, the, two, pe- the yeah. two key pieces of Time yes. Lord technology are freezing space mm-hmm. or... Cramming, cramming a lot of space into a small point yes. or freezing time mm-hmm. in a way. Like the Pandorica froze time within the box. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the TARDIS crams a lot more like space into a smaller area. It's, right. a, uh, it's I, a pocket dimension. Yeah. I was like, transdimensional. Right. I just watched that stupid clip from the 70s <laughs> where the doctor explains how the TARDIS works. Um, yeah. Oh, Ryan Wittalson is saying the Pandorica wasn't Time Lord. Okay, so I'm just thinking of the tenant one where it's the when they have to have uh, Rose's handprint uh, to open up. Yeah. Oh, right. The Pandorica was like all of his all of his enemies, enemies coming together, like to right. create a prison for the Doctor. Yeah, there we it's go. been a while since I've watched that that episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yes, uh, we got there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we figured got, it we out. We got there. <laughs> like, um, but so, what do you guys think? And I'll, and I'll post it to the chat as well. Um, what do you guys think could be in the vault? <sighs> This is what thing the, is he protecting? The choices are so massive right now. Yeah. I I demand predictions. Well, the thing, Wild, why do you wait for predictions? predictions. So, okay, so I'll say one. No. <laughs> uh, so John Sam, who played the master during the Tenant Years, is, is, is coming back. He was seen in the previews. So I'm not spoiling anything. He's like the last face of the previews is him as the master. So I kind of think me, he's, I don't know, it could be the master. Could be yeah. that version of the master. Hmm. It could be something because a lot of the times he'll be holding stuff away that like has a bunch of bad time lords in it. Because wasn't that that was a thing with uh, David Tennant as well? Ended up being like the master was like stopping the time lords from returning. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. It gets really convoluted sometimes. Doctor Who convoluted? Never. 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 Straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what themes they're kind of starting to establish and how that might lean towards what is actually in the vault. Mm. And we've been talking about how we're establishing him being a paternal figure mm-hmm. of some sort. So maybe it's like a bunch of Time Lord eggs <laughs> or like... Eggs? I don't you know. Like, what I'm saying <laughs> like is like farm. Some, yeah, from the Time Lord farm. Uh, I'm saying it like, <laughs> could be a kid or, some, or a spawn or it could be his kid. Mm. Something along the lines like maybe... Maybe there's something there. He's had a kid before. Like we. I mean, we, he spent 24 years with River. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So maybe it's River's frozen eggs inside <laughs> the vault. Her kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you think about it, they, they made a reference it. to like when <laughs> River was born and she has her her bassinet or whatever that thing's called. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, she recognized it and he recognized it, but she's like, "Oh, your bassinet. Why would she recognize his bassinet unless like they've had to use it before?" So mm. yeah, yeah. Goad with frozen river eggs. I think that's <laughs> okay. what it is. You got it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The chat, the chat says the master possibly, um, not necessarily Missy. Not Missy. So because they're right. supposedly gonna yeah. see each other. Right. That was really cool. Um, uh, Regina Regina uh, says lots of references to the old series and Susan mm-hmm. so maybe the vault has something to do with that maybe yeah. that's true uh, going by Dave's logic mm-hmm. checking out the the clues that have been dropped so far I'm gonna guess that he's been storing up chips to feed to a bad guy and, and fatten finished. him up yeah 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 and fatten him just, yeah. just so they uh, you know they'll slow him down just enough to like that explains that there is one episode called The Fattening that happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like episode four or five. Episode four or five. Yeah, yeah. It's not a real thing. It's, fat. it's not a real thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, that's what uh, I saw. Totally. Me too. <laughs> I think you're just talking about yeah. the adipose episode. You know? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it's a really threatening exactly monster. They feed it chips, and it's like, you know what? 
thank you. I'm going to leave now. I'm sleepy. Yeah. I got a lot of sodium. I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for a run. <laughs> yeah. You know, work these carbs out. I, I would, I think it's, a, like, I'm still a little, to be honest, a little, like, confused about where exactly Gallifrey is in right. the universe right now. Yeah. Like, it's at the, isn't it at the end of the universe? Something like that. Yeah. It's yes. very confusing because mm-hmm. it's like it is back in this universe, but like sort of not really. Like that was the most just, disappointing like, part there. of last season. Um, like we got teased with mm-hmm. Gallifrey, and it's like not really. They didn't there. handle so. Well. I would my my first instinct is to think that it's somehow a it's a it's a portal of one kind, a doorway, mm-hmm. or it's just a pocket dimension that has all of Gallifrey in it. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, some crazy thing that somehow get, that door goes to Gallifrey. Um, I like the master idea. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, another TARDIS or something. Um, All of the Daleks? I don't know. That does Moffat not really... I guess Moffat... I know he likes Daleks, but he like doesn't use them nearly as much as Russell T. Davies well, uses them. It's it's one of those things. It's like the Joker and Batman. You don't want to overuse them. Mm-hmm. You want to yeah, try to like spread the love a little bit. They're just no longer the big bads, really. Yeah. Like, after he made them, like, Power Rangers Daleks, I'm like, they're never going to be the big The eye Daleks? Like, yeah. No. Like, oh. yeah. I'll say when we had Davos last season, that, like, was, that was a good short. reprise of Dalek. That, yeah. I, that was great, but I also thought they were going to do more of them. I was kind of disappointed that mm. it became Clara. I, I, I agree, though. It's hard to use the Daleks now. Yeah. Like, he's defeated them so often yeah. that they don't feel threatening any longer. Yeah. It yeah. is a rare episode where the Daleks actually feel threatening. threatening. It was um, nice to see them in this episode. I like how he used them as so, as a weapon to destroy yeah. the other thing, or mm-hmm. to see if he could destroy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was another um, a super deep cut, really quick, like blink and you'll miss it uh, reference yeah. in that because the the like dreadlocked guys um, in white, Mullet vans, right? yeah, Mavellans. Yeah. Mavellans. I, I wrote yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Uh, which are from a 1979 episode. Yeah. Or I think they appeared several Ooh. times in the 80s. But that was Destiny of the Daleks. The Douglas Adams time, too, because I think he helped create the the like basis of those those aliens. Right. Yeah. Nice. Some people are like, did they really invest all that money in like makeup and costumes for five seconds? I'm like, yes. Yes. Mom, of course. Yes, Moffat. Because he can now. <laughs> I think this season, like, just this is Moffat's last season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think this is really, like, this is what I've said for, for a while now. I think he has been holding back ideas and, like, things that he's, like, dying to do <sighs> for, this, for this season uh, as his, like, and look at opus. what I have created. Yeah. Like, like uh, let's, uh, do you guys have anything else on this episode? Because I, I, I want to save some of these for predictions in case anyone's, like, I not trying uh, not to watch too much ahead. Oh, no, I really loved... Uh, that he had all his, his sonic screwdrivers. I thought that was really right. good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he threw what he threw like was it was that five sonic to uh to uh Nardal. to Nardal yeah. at one point. Red tip? I don't even know, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. It's I, I yeah, I like cute. the establishing the office uh thing. The one thing I wanna say when you when you bring up the Moffat thing is the the thing from last season that I I love the Davos stuff, but I did not like the reveal. Like, I didn't like how they were like, my name is Davos. And then, like, looked at the camera, and then there was, it went to the titles, because I was like, I don't know who that is. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. You've never seen Davos before? Well, didn't like, he have, like I, a brief tenant? He had a, to- a tenant moment. Yeah, yeah, he did, but it's been a while. It's yeah. been a moment. And there's, I, uh, the one thing I don't like about Moffat is he, he is a deep cut nerd, mm-hmm. and he often references stuff that is just he uses it as a bump, bump, bump. See, I love and that. It's like, and it's no, like, but I, we don't know who that, that is. I, I get what you're saying though, because there yeah. are fans who wouldn't, and yeah. that beat is because it's it's so important to yeah. the episode yeah. is lost on some right. some viewers, as opposed to like. More Easter eggs in this one. If you look around his office, exactly. not only do you have the Sonics and That's Susan great. and River, you have there's a bust of Beethoven. Yeah. There's a bust of William Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, I I didn't see this, but I saw somebody post about it. Um, the stained glass in the background has Robin of Loxley yeah, on right. it. Like, there's just, like, all, all these people that he's known, he's, like, decorated his space with. Yeah, that's and great. Those I are love great the Easter eggs. Easter eggs. Yeah. Uh, but you're right, that Moffat can be a little heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I think this season is going to have a ton of those moments. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be a balance. This season yeah. is going to be 
a lot for people who have been watching Moffat and Davies, like people the first series and the old series people. It's going to be for them, and it's also yeah. Capaldi's last round, so yeah. it's going to be reference heavy. Let's yeah. um, oh, sorry, Tara, go ahead. No, I, was, I said yeah. Get your footnotes ready. Yeah. Get your footnotes ready. <laughs> Get, your foot- yeah. Get them footnotes. Uh, which hopefully we'll be able to keep you guys up to date on as many of those as we can catch. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think I got through the ones that I caught. There's probably more that like we just didn't or nobody has found yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's go into some official predictions uh, and talk about what we're looking forward to this now, season. You're after Buzz. Because I was like, like I, before we say like everything that was in all the trailers, like in case somebody was like trying to hold back, like we're going to talk about all that stuff now. Yeah. Because like not just are we getting like why I say Moffat is like just he's like I have all these ideas of what to do with classic Who stuff. Yeah. Like not only are we getting John Sim back. Yeah. Uh, as the master, so there's going to be two right. masters running around because we know that yeah. Missy's come back too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like. They're going to do a Cybermen story, but not with, like, the modern Cybermen Cybermen that we're familiar with. With, like, the original Cybermen design. Mm -hmm. It looks like they just got a balaclava on their face. Yeah, which is what they were back in the day. It was just white balaclavas with, like, fake metal all over them. But now, like, updated so that they're smooth and it's, like, as if they would, like, really be designed like that. They're so creepy looking. (laughs) And I'm so excited for that episode. Whenever that comes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm pumped. Um, what what are you, I mean? What are you guys looking forward to? What are you thinking as we're going forward? Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to the return of Heather, especially now that she's been uh, exposed to a Dalek and has Dalek technology a part of her. So you so, do you do think that she's coming back? Oh, I, she has to. There's no way, as, especially since it is technically at this point it's Billy it's Bill's arc to try to find her. Um, yeah. She has mm-hmm. to come back, but I definitely don't think she'll come back as a positive force. Well, yeah, and I think maybe something that she has to kind of teach how to be human again. I think it depends on what they decide to do with Bill at the end of the season. If they decide that she's going to be returning, then maybe maybe she won't get her this season. Maybe she'll get her, like, two seasons from now. Yeah, Yeah. or she might get her and then have a final goodbye, that sort of thing. Well, the rumor is uh, that Bill is not going to be returning after the season. It's just a rumor that's not confirmed... Uh, although it does add up with everything, like with Capaldi leaving, Moffat stepping aside. Yeah. I think the idea is, much like Moffat had when he took over, yeah. to give Chris Chibnall a completely clean right. slate yeah. when he takes over. That's true. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much on board with that. Like, even as I like Bill, I think, the, I, I think giving, for this show especially, for Doctor Who, mm-hmm. giving a new showrunner a... a blank slate to work with to let yeah. him build the show in his way mm-hmm. is the best way for the show to grow mm-hmm. uh, because it can it like just the way that, like, like the way that Clara carried over mm-hmm. and she just like it, it didn't feel right yeah uh, I, I'm looking forward to just like <clears throat> all the new things all the new possibilities but this season also just uh, that means that I think we're going to get a compact arc mm-hmm. right season mm-hmm. so I think Heather could come back like by the series by the season, not series, but season, like finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that and that could be a nice, clean like watch this season as a whole. Mm-hmm. You can just yeah. experience a thirteen episode like Doctor Who, Doctor Who yeah. thing. Yeah. And I think and that understand. I think that's why this is called the pilot and has that feeling to it, where you can come into it kind of yeah naked. Because it was kind of that way with um with I felt like with Tenant, like I I started with Tenant and I skipped after yeah. Tenant. And I feel like you could have done that. I'm like, oh, I'm, I understand what's going on. Sure, I'll go back and watch him. But I, I still understand, like, his dynamic throws and everything. Yeah. Uh, I think this season, um, I'm really excited to see just, I'm really excited to see the Doctor with a new companion. It's particularly, I'm really excited to see Peter Capaldi with somebody new. Uh, just because I think they don't allow Peter Capaldi to be as funny as Peter Capaldi can be. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, when you think about the thick of it or in the loop, like, he's hilarious. And he has that kind of dry wit that I felt like was vastly underused. Right, and yeah. I think that uh, Bill's a good companion for that aspect. I'm always excited for John Sim. Like, he was... I hated the master, but I also loved the master when he yeah. was the master. So, mm-hmm. And I'm excited. And Missy's amazing, yeah. too. So I'm excited to see that dynamic as well. In terms of predictions uh, I mean 
I still just really want Bill to be related to the doctor. So yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right, guys. Uh, Good, good. I just think we're gonna get we're introducing a student teacher arc mm-hmm. so I'm I really love Bill and I think that what we're going to get in this compact series season is we're gonna have Bill graduate by the end of it mm-hmm. I think that this is her yeah. this is a whole tutorial thing and by the end of it she's learned enough that she's moving on from the doctor in a way that like One she's becoming her own person I do yeah. like with the I know we gotta wrap up the black companions is that by the end they've kind of like developed into like standalone women and they go like I'm doing it for myself so I hope they do that with Bill too yeah because that's what it's to Martha I think they're <laughs> like, doing really good yeah. things like with Bill I think Bill's going to be a fun companion and very in- I think she's, she has the potential to be extremely interesting yeah. Yeah. and not boring and that's exactly. the most important part of yeah. that character companions cannot get boring um, and that is going to do it for this episode of the Doctor Who yeah. after show at After Buzz TV thank you guys so much for joining us thank you to everybody in the chat for tuning in live. You guys can check us out every week, every Sunday that the show airs. We'll be on at 8 p.m. Pacific time, because it's not Pacific Standard Time, and I'm very confused. Pacific time, Daylight guys. time. Yeah, it's, oh, it's all right. timey-wimey. We'll be yeah. time you know, has thwarted we'll me. Yeah. Uh, but check us out 8 p.m. Uh, California time. Um, uh, until next week, when we'll be, we'll be talking about the episode uh, Smile. Uh, with some weird emoji robots. Uh, <laughs> until then, I've been your host, Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson. If you are up for something much more morose and depressing, stick around, because after this, I'm going to be talking about The Leftovers. Yes. <laughs> uh, and the crazy pile, uh, pile for this season, of the last season of that show. It's nuts! Uh, join, join me there with Roxy Stryer, Steve Kaufman, and Kelly McInerney. We are going to break that down. Nice. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. That's T-E-R-I-J-A-Y. That's it. I'm Dave Child. You can find me at MRDaveChild, DaveChild.com, or wherever you find your Dave Childs. I'm Dave Child. <laughs> He's Dave Child. I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Adrian Snow. You can also see me on the Magicians After Bus Show on Wednesdays and the Unproduced Table Read on Fridays. All right, guys. This has been the Doctor Who After Show. Thanks for geeking out with us. See ya. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 